Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I'm bringing you today's word for February 27th, 2024. February 27th is Independence Day in the Dominican Republic. So all the Dominicans that are watching, felicidades. Let me get into the word for this morning. I'm teaching a, a series right now on being laser focused, laser focused on God's fixed purpose. And yesterday I, I shared some scriptures with you that really blessed me about the favor of God. Put in the chat, the favor of God is upon me. And so when when we start to learn about the favor of God and be more cognizant, be, you know, be more aware of God's favor, then we can walk in it on a greater level. So put in the chat, I will walk in the favor of God on a greater level. Why? Because I'm going to be more cognizant, more aware. I'm going to pray for it. I'm going to ask for it. The favor of God is on my life. So I'm going to flow in that same vein again today. The title of today's message is Living Cognizant of God's Grace and Favor. I want us to be cognizant of the grace and the favor of God that is on our lives. So when, you, when you're aware of it, when you, when you have this, uh, this mental awareness and you are open to the divine promptings of the Holy Spirit, you can acknowledge the favor of God when the favor is flowing, right? So put in the chat, I will acknowledge the favor of God when the favor is flowing in my life. I will give God praise for it, and then I will embrace it fully. The favor of God is on me. I'm going to talk about it. Let's get ready for the word. All right, so let's get into the word for this morning. Hallelujah. Walking in this favor, being cognizant of it, uh, being open to it. Uh, our foundational scripture for this year is Proverbs chapter 4 and verse 25. This is what the Bible says. Set your gaze on the path before you with fixed purpose, looking straight ahead. Ignore life's distractions. P put that in the chat. I, I am ignoring life's distractions. Why? Because I'm living my life with a laser focus on God's fixed purpose. I'm going to look straight ahead. I'm not going to be moved neither to the left nor to the right. Yesterday, we looked at Proverbs 11, 24 and 25 from the Passion Translation. And this is what the Bible says. And then we're going to really kind of key in on this again today. Generosity brings prosperity. <laughs> generosity, and we dealt with being generous yesterday. So when you develop a generous heart, generosity brings prosper prosperity, but withholding or being stingy brings charity. And so what you, I mean, withholding from charity brings poverty, I'm sorry. So what you don't want is to withhold from being gracious, to, from giving, because then that leads to poverty. Verse 25 says, those who live to bless others will have blessings heaped upon them. So I'm living my life to be a blessing to other people. And the Bible says, blessings will be heaped upon me. And the one who pours out his life to pour out blessings. So I'm pouring out my life as an offering before God. And my goal is my life is being poured out so that the blessings that's on me can be poured out to other people. The Bible says you will be saturated with favor. Put in the, that in the chat. I, I am saturated with the favor of God. There's a favor that is on my life, this unmerited favor. God is raising up people to use their power, their ability, their influence, their money, 
in ways that I cannot help myself. God is opening doors for me that no man can close. God is closing doors for me that no man can open. God is going before me. God is shedding his, shining his light upon me. God is causing anything that I put my hands on, a proposal or submission or a resume or an application, he's causing his light to, to shine upon it. He's causing me to be noticed. He's, You know what I'm saying? I'm saying it is the favor of God. It is the unmerited favor of God. David was minding his business out there in the fields, taking care of his father's sheep. And when the favor of God showed up, God caused a man who was a prophet to go all the way to Bethlehem, to go all the way to Jesse's house, just to bless David, to anoint David with oil. Listen, the, when you walk in the favor of God, the favor of God will come find you. You're not out here looking for it. You're just walking in it and you're open to it. You're cognizant of it. I live with an awareness that the favor of God is available to me. And I do ask for it. I do believe for it. Say amen to that. So I'm talking about today, walking and living cognizant of the fact that the favor of God is part of my fixed purpose. That as I'm pursuing my fixed purpose, as I'm living with a laser focus on God's fixed purpose for my life, ignoring all distractions, that the favor of God is going before me like a shield and the favor of God is causing me to experience his best so that the purpose of God can be manifested in my life, with my life, through my life. For And so all of this is happening and it is happening ultimately for God's plans and purposes. It's not about me. It's all about him. Say amen to that. Hallelujah. All right. So what does this mean for you today? That's the question I ask you every day. I have four things to share with you in this morning. Let me get into these four things. I need you to open up your heart to receive. Here's number one, embracing God's fixed purpose with clarity and commitment. So I want you to embrace ultimately God's fixed purpose. Put, put in the chat, God's purpose for my life is fixed. So God's purpose for Rick Pena was fixed before Rick Pena was born. So God's purpose for my life, for your life is fixed and it was established before the world began. So it's already done, it's already fixed, it's already established. Now, when I was born, I was born ignorant of those plans. And so now as I walk with the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit begins to reveal to me what was prepared for me, but concealed from me. And then I have to make a decision now that the Holy Spirit is telling me what he wants me to do, but I already had plans and I was kind of already going down this route. Now, what do I do? Am I willing to give up my plans for God's plans? And am I willing to submit my will to God's will? Am I willing to give up the life that I created on my own in order to become the man or the woman that God called me to be? Jesus said, if you want to be my disciple, my follower, you got to stop thinking about yourself and what you want. Your life is not about you. Your life is all about him. So you must pick up your cross daily. You must die to sin, self, and selfishness. And then you must pursue him. Say amen to that. All right. So you acknowledge the fact that God has a fixed purpose for your life. You acknowledge the fact that that fixed purpose is so fixed that it's not going to change. It is immutable. It is unchanging. And so if you follow that, if you say, I'm going to follow Lord, I'm going to follow your plans. Now, what I'm saying is I'm living my life on God's kingdom agenda. My life is all about his agenda, not my own. So when you develop a focused mindset, you possess the discipline required, watch this, to prioritize God's plans above your own plans. There's a level of discipline that is required to die to self, to yield to him, 
and to put God's plans above your own, to prioritize God over selfish pursuits and to prioritize God over temporary circumstances. So you got to understand that one, if I, if, if there's something that God says, Hey son, Hey daughter, you're pursuing that. That's not me. That's selfish. I have to be willing to give that up. And then number two, if I, if I'm in the middle of a circumstance or a situation where I feel like pulling my hair out, I feel like oh, I'm almost overwhelmed and God is like, Hey son, Hey daughter, this is only temporary. I want you to set your eyes. I want you to set your gaze on this thing over here. What I made for you, what I call for you, what I destined for you is eternal. And so I need you to set your gaze on that and not be moved by the temporary. I, I, I need to know that, that my temporary life can have an eternal impact because I'm looking beyond where my eyes can see. And so I'm not being moved by the temporary. I'm fixed and focused on the eternal. And the unseen realm is more real to me than the seen realm. So once you develop that type of discipline, once you know that, hey, this is a life of fixed purpose and I'm not going to be distracted, then you know what that leads to? That leads to a life of intention, intention, <laughs> intentionality, where I'm living my life on purpose every day. So I'm very intentional. I'm very purposeful in what I'm doing. And that will lead to a life of fulfillment where I know that, why am I fulfilled? Every night when I go to sleep, I know that my life is about something that's bigger than just me. When I wake up in the morning, I know that my calling is calling me because my life is not about just me. I'm not living my life with selfish desires. I'm not living my life just for me or for me to just have a, you know some fun, go to a few parties, drive a few cars, die and go to heaven. No, I'm living my life for God's kingdom agenda. I believe that God actually made plans for me before I was born, that he deployed me to this planet at just the right time. And so that I have to live focused on his goodness, his kindness, his grace, his favor, his sovereignty, his plans. And when I live that way, watch this, even when I'm facing something that is difficult, even when I'm facing something that, that it, it, in, my, in my flesh, I can't deal with it. Now I embrace the grace to deal with it because at that point I know that God wants to manifest his glory and then I can be encouraged and not distracted. I can be so encouraged in the middle of a challenge that I'm like, oh my God, let's see what God is going to do. You can go to your spouse and say, hey babe, listen, of course we didn't want this to happen. We didn't want to get this letter in the mail. We didn't want to get this text message. This is not something we asked for, but it happened. We can't change the fact that it happened. Now God is still God. God still has plans for us. Now, let's see what God is going to do. Oh, this is going to be good. I don't know how it's going to turn out, but I do know that it's going to be good. Why? Because God is on me and in me and with me and for me. Now, for you to maintain that type of focus, you got to meditate on the word day and night. You got to watching today's word helps. You got to develop a mindset that is always thinking about God and the things of God. You can't be distracted. You, you should connect to a local church. You got to be around a community of believers. And then you want to take daily action. Say this, I take actions every day that are taking me incrementally closer to God's overall expected end for my life. Say amen to that. Number two, cultivating an open heart for God's favor. Put this in the chat. Say, my heart is open to the favor of God. So yesterday I taught you what the favor of God is. Now what I'm saying is, as you live your life, as you're walking out your purpose, you should be open to the favor of God. You say, okay, Lord, uh, I'm laying out this plan for my business or my career or my family. And for us to do, you know, what we're doing, naturally speaking, there's these 12, 13, 14, 16 things that we need to do. And like in 2024, 
for us to accomplish these things, here are these 16 things that we lay out, naturally speaking, we need to do, right? Lay those things out because you, you need to put in the work. You need to put in the effort. God is not going to bless laziness. Grace is not a license for laziness. So you lay out everything that you need to do, but then you lay that out before the Lord and you say, Lord, I believe I'm doing your will. And as I'm doing your will, I believe that you will breathe on it, that you would bless it, that you would favor it. So some of these things on this list, it says this is supposed to take three months. This is supposed to take two months. This is supposed to take six weeks, this, whatever. And the favor of God can cause some of those timelines to be rearranged. The favor of God can cause these things to be sped up. The favor of God, what I'm saying is you live your life with an openness and awareness, cognizant of the fact that the favor of God is available to you. So Lord, I'm going to do these things, but as I'm doing it, I'm doing it aware of the fact that I am not just a mere human, that humanly speaking, these things are supposed to take this much time, this much money, this much effort, whatever. But the favor of God can change all that. You, you can cause me to walk into a room and they go, oh, Mr. Pena, I didn't know that you were going to be here. <laughs> uh, uh, I heard about you. Uh, 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 I'm not supposed to do this. I don't normally do this, but I'm going to do it for you. You know what I'm saying? So it's the favor of God. And like I shared with you yesterday, when the blessing is coming like that, don't allow false humility to keep you from God's blessing. Put in the chat, I will not allow false humility to keep me from God's blessing. Let me explain. False humility is these people that go like, oh, no, I can't receive that. Oh, no, 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 no. Somebody's trying to bless you. And you go, no, I can't receive that. I can't receive that. Uh, why? Oh, no, 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 no. And you know, I didn't work for that. I didn't earn it. Stop. What are you doing? It's the favor of God. You got to learn how to receive. Put in the chat, I learned how to receive. You got to learn. You're sowing. You know how to give. A lot of people know how to give, 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 but they don't know how to receive. It took me some time, Isabella, too. We had to learn how to receive the blessing. We had to learn how to allow people to bless us because we're always blessing other people. And those of us that are always living to be a blessing to other people, you got to learn how to, how to receive and not allow this, oh, false humility. Oh, no, I can't receive that. Oh, listen, stop. You, you got to be so humble that you will receive everything that God wants you to receive. There's a certain level of humility that comes with receiving a blessing that you know you this far exceeds. I didn't work for this. I didn't earn. I didn't ask for this. I didn't pray for this. And so there, there, there comes, there requires a certain level of humility to embrace the blessing. Put it in the chat. I'm so humble that I will accept everything that God has for me. See, and then now I'm generous to the point where I want to be a blessing. So now I'm so generous. I developed this heart. I know I didn't even earn it or deserve it. So now I'm in a position to be a blessing. And the text says, those who live to bless others will have blessings heaped upon them. And the one who pours out his life to pour out blessings will be saturated with favor. So now I'm living my life with the spiritual sensitivity that the favor of God, the blessing of the Lord, the blessing of the Lord can be heaped upon me. I can be saturated with favor. And all I'm doing is trying to please God every day. I'm just out here trying to be a blessing. I'm just out here trying to do what God wants me to do. And along the way, the favor of God is going before me like a shield. And I'm, I'm inviting the presence of the Lord. I'm asking God to breathe on, my, on everything I put my hands to do. Lord, I'm asking you to bless it. I'm asking you to breathe on it. I'm asking you to shine upon it. I'm asking you to favor it. And as I send this email, Lord, give me favor with these people. And as they give you the favor, don't fight against it. Embrace it and walk in it. Say amen to that. Number three, developing an expectation for God's favor as you're pursuing your purpose. So as I'm pursuing 
my purpose. As I'm walking out the vision that God has established for me from the foundations of the world, I expect the favor of God. Put in the chat, I have an expectation of favor. I expect that God will favor me. I expect I expect things to work out. I expect that things to turn out for my good. I, I expect things to, to, why? Because ultimately I work for God. I'm doing what I'm doing for the Lord. I'm, I'm, I'm said another way. Listen, when you attempt to perform God's will on this planet, you should expect the favor of God to be upon you. So when you're living your life in alignment with God's plans and purposes, you're living your life in alignment with the word of God, then, then the favor of God will flow. The favor of God will flow on you. And, and the more you align with God's plans, the more the favor will flow. So, so let me, let me try to explain it this way. Let's say that over here, okay, imagine a waterfall. There's a waterfall over here and the water is symbolic of the blessing. So there's a waterfall and it just, whew, it's flowing and that's grace and favor and it's flowing, but you're over here and you're living your life over here and you're pursuing selfish desires, selfish pursuits, and you're asking God to bless what you're doing. You're coming up with stuff and you're saying, Lord, I need you to bless it. And you're coming up with scriptures to justify what you're doing over here. And it's not working. And you, you say, I'm in faith because I'm standing on the word. No, you're being disobedient because God wants you to be over here and you're over here. You're, I don't care how many scriptures you try to use to justify what you're doing. I don't care how many times you put in Jesus name at the end of your prayer, you can't make God bless something that he didn't already bless from the foundations of the world. Your purpose is fixed. It was established before you were born. So what you have to do is die to self, yield to him and make a human alignment with your divine assignment. Now, when I say, when I'm sensitive to the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit says, no, the reason why this is not working is because I didn't tell you to do this. I need you to get me over here. And you go, oh, I know, I know. I'm supposed to be doing that. Okay, fine. Then you shut this down. You get over here. Now, when you're over here, you don't have to ask God to bless it. It's already blessed. The waterfall, the favor is already flowing. So when you make a human alignment with your divine assignment, the favor of God is on you. So you should expect, listen, as you're, as you're walking with the Holy Spirit, you should expect the favor of God to be on you. You should expect the favor to flow. But this expectation, warning, 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 do not allow your expectation of favor and grace and mercy and blessing to cause you to feel entitled. This is, this is like what that, don't, don't do that. Guard against entitlement. Favor Grace is a gift. You can't work for a gift. If you ever get to the point where you feel like you're entitled, like, God, you got to do this for me, like, like I deserve this, then the Bible says God resists the proud. He gives grace to the humble, James 4 and 6. If you're over here and you're like, Lord, I don't deserve this, but I, but I receive it. Like, you know, Lord, I can't even believe it. Oh my God, you're so good to me. And so you know that you're humble. You're not, you're not trying, you're not full of yourself. You're not full of pride. You know, you don't deserve it. You don't have a, 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 a spirit of entitlement or anything like that. Then yeah, the favor will flow. But if you ever get to the point where you feel entitled, like, no, I, I'm like, I'm supposed to do this. You know, I'm supposed to be like, God, you got to do this for me because of what I did. Then that's going to stunt the grace and the favor of God from flowing in your life. I'm telling you. God resists the proud. He gives grace to the humble. Say amen to that. All right, number four, last point for today as I let you go. There's a lot in this. 
the, uh, the multifaceted effect of God's favor. Listen, the favor of God can multiply. The favor of God on you is for more than just you, right? So you got to understand that favor extends beyond the individual blessing. And the goal is for the favor of God that is on your life to impact everyone around you. So you have a sphere of influence. I have a sphere of influence. The people that I reach are not the people that you reach. The people that you reach are not the people that I reach. But God can bless me to be a blessing to my sphere of influence. God will bless you to be a blessing to your sphere of influence. One of the things I'm very thankful for is that within my sphere of influence, there's black, white, Hispanic, Asian. There's all kinds of people, right? There's rich, there's poor, there's CEOs and janitors, there's generals and privates, there's, all, there's people from the hood and people from uh, Ivy League in my sphere of influence. And so God puts favor upon me and blesses me and causes me to be saturated with favor and heaping in blessings so that I can impact my sphere of influence, the community that God has blessed me to be connected to, right? And so I've shared with you many times that we minister to others out of our overflow. So what happens is that God wants you to abound in blessings. Remember, the text says, let me read it to you again. Those who live to bless others will have blessings heaped upon them. The one who pours out his life to pour out blessings will be saturated with favor. Why is it that God wants blessings to be heaped upon you? Why is it that God wants you to be saturated with favor? Why? Because God is the God of too much stuff. God blesses you way beyond you so that you can minister to others out of your overflow. As I close, I've told you this before, but I'm going to close with this point. If my marriage is falling apart and a young couple comes up to me and says, hey, can you guys talk to us? Our marriage needs help. Can you pray for us? In that moment, honestly, I don't want to talk to you about your marriage because my marriage is all jacked up. You know what I'm saying? And so, so no, I don't have an overflow of grace and favor as it relates to marriage in that moment. So no, I'm not really in a position to minister to you. But if my marriage is blessed, and it is, then, then you come up to us and yeah, we can, let's pray, glory to God. Now, why? Because there's an abundance, there's an overflow of blessing on our marriage so we can minister to other marriages, right? And so let's say you have an abundance of peace and somebody comes up to you and they say, I don't have any peace. You can minister peace to them because you have an overflow of peace. Now, if you don't have any peace and you're pulling your hair out and somebody says, can you minister peace to me? No, I don't have no peace to give you. You know what I'm saying? Why? So God is a God of overflow, abundance, excess. And so what happens is, and financially that happens too. If somebody, some young person comes up to you in the church, oh my God, I need, I'm a college student and I have to drive and, uh, and I, need, I need new tires on my car and I just got a flat and I don't know what to do. Don't go out, go, now if you're in a position to where your bills are paid, then you can take that person over to the tire shop and go get them some new tires, right? But if you can't pay your bills, then of course you can't buy tires for that person. So you you so God is a, a God of overflow and excess and abundance and increase. The reason why God will saturate you with favor, the reason why God will heap blessings upon you is because, say this, I am blessed to be a blessing. So you are blessed, but the goal is for you to be a blessing to your sphere of influence. So as I close, the favor of God is on you, but it's not just for you. It's for everyone around you. Every day you embrace the favor of God so you can go be a blessing in this world. Say amen to that. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to lift up your voice and say this. Say, Father, 
I am deeply grateful for your grace and favor as they flow in my life. I acknowledge that my life was purposefully crafted. You sent me to this planet at just the right time. And I walk in your divine purpose. I also experience favor. Favor is a gift birthed out of your love and grace. I have not earned it. In most cases, I don't deserve it. So I open my heart to your favor. I welcome your divine empowerment. I pledge to use your blessings to serve others in your kingdom for your glory. I'm led by your spirit. I submit to you. I die to self. I renounce every form of entitlement. I humble myself before you and I walk in your best, leaving a legacy of righteousness, fully acknowledging that your favor is on my life. Greater is coming for me because I walk in divine favor. I declare this by faith in Jesus name. Amen. Now this is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, please go to todaysword.org. Click on the big red subscribe button on the top right. You're going to get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. Listen, I love you. God loves you more. The favor of God is on us, but it's not just about us. We ought to be cognizant of favor and grace and mercy and blessing. And then we should seek to be a blessing to everyone on this planet. I love you. God loves you more. Have an amazing day. Do me a favor. Two things. Leave me some comments in the chat if this message was a blessing to you. And then share this message right now on your social media, on your timeline, and with your friends. I'll see you tomorrow morning. God bless you. If you enjoyed this content and you would like to know more about our ministry or you would like to partner with us in what we're doing in the Caribbean, being a blessing to Haitian children in the Dominican Republic, then please go to ripministries.org. You'll be able to find out more information there. And if you'd like to make a donation, all the donations are tax deductible in the United States. A few months ago, the Lord impressed it upon my heart to set up a coaching and mentorship program. And Isabella and I set that up. And so now we make ourselves available on three different levels for those that want access to us and to learn things about maximizing your potential, increasing your personal productivity and fulfilling your life's purpose. If you're interested in that, go to patreon.com forward slash Rick Pina. And then lastly, the Lord impressed it upon my heart to write several books and journals to help people grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Please go to rickpina.co if you don't have our material, and there's also apparel there as well. Listen, thank you for being a blessing to us. We pray that our ministry will continue to be a blessing to you.